What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. All right, so I hope you had a nice Christmas day and uh it's time to now get out of that uh you know holiday spirit for a little bit uh because new years is the next uh holiday sure but we still have a few trading sessions till then so uh you know let's get back in the groove let's start uh, you know let's start with our regular analysis and as always make sure you're listening on 2x or 1.5x speed uh because it's it's just going to be such a better experience trust me on that one and let's get started now Tuesday seemed to continue the overall sort of sideways movement that we're seeing and as we saw on Monday the liquidities and the volumes overall seemed to be seemed to have been a bit lower than usual and so I've mentioned here odd things happening and what I intend on you know saying about that is that the the prices were just lacking strength and this this is sort of uh, you know going to be explained more in the indices segment but in some of the stocks and in the indices you could see that it was just struggling to maintain its levels or go higher so that's the odd thing that was happening with that being said some stocks are still showing some uh, very interesting and hopefully very positive and good signs and those are the ones that we'll be talking about in the stock segment so do t- do stay tuned on uh, for that and yeah i mean there are a few stocks which are in good support zones or uh, you know they've they've had a history of sort of really doing very nice and showing linear moves so we'll come to that as well overall though if you ask me how the day was it was very similar to monday and it, it was very similar to what we've been seeing since the past few days that uh, you know it it just goes neither here nor there consolidates for a bit and just just overall very lousy movements is what uh, you know i'm seeing and what i saw on tuesday so let's move on to the currency markets now the currency pairs were quite choppy again and i've noticed this trend uh, since the past two days at least the pair goes down and uh, at approximately 1 pm 1:30 pm it just shoots up and that's been happening consistently <laughs> since the past few days so that's a very weird thing that's happening now thankfully i was not too reckless uh with currencies on tuesday so i was able to sort of you know hold it together decently well i did take a trade and it did reverse uh but overall i was not too aggressive purely because of uh, you know just how odd it's been so far that it just it just goes here like it go it'll go in one direction and then it completely go in the opposite direction um and if if you're wondering how you can combat that how you can sort of you know try to tip the scales in your favor try to understand uh you know try to understand the price levels and try to understand the support and resistance zones for uh the currency pair that you are planning on trading and uh, another tip is something that you learn in the lessons for the day though so again do stay tuned for that and let's move to the indices now 
So both the indices were down on Tuesday with 24 gainers and 26 losers. Nifty was at 12,214.55, down 48 points. And Bank Nifty was uh, with 6 gainers, 5 losers and 1 unchanged. It was at 32,280.75 and that's down 58 points. So clearly both were negative. Uh, you know, if we do an apples to apples comparison, then we can say that Nifty seemed to be uh, more negative than Bank Nifty. Could be because, uh, you know, obviously Nifty had more losers than Bank Nifty. So that might be one of the reasons. But overall, we saw a very, you know, a very loose grip on the prices. Uh, and, and what I mean to say by that is that generally we see a few stocks trying to pull the index up. So these stocks are generally HDFC and HUL, Reliance and, you know, all, all those sort of bigger stocks and stocks which have a higher weightage and stocks which, which can actually move and pull, uh, you know, the index in, in the green. So that grip seemed to have been lacking and it was just not willing to sustain at higher levels. And this is especially true if you look at the intraday chart that, you know, you'll just see that. Uh, Bank Nifty was unable to clear even its uh, you know pivot point, so even its its like pretty much the first resistance that it would see, uh, it it was just unable to clear that. N Nifty something very similar, so clearly it is not happy at higher levels at all, and that is why I feel we can say pretty safely that resistance at those ATH levels is very very strong. And that that just that just looks very odd. Now, this is uh, this is an interesting you know timing for me. So earlier in this evening, I was talking to a friend, and uh, he he is he does not really know much about finance because you know he's he's doing engineering, so finance is really not his uh, sort of area. So he was asking me that. A lot of people are telling me that the markets are, you know, going haywire because of uh, CA and NRC and uh, they're going down and all of these things. And he asked me that, is that really the case? And I told him that, no, you know, a lot of people are saying that the markets are going down. I don't know why. What Where they are going is somewhat sideways and flat because they are really not uh, showing us the strong positive moves that we saw last week. So that that might be one of the reasons why people think that the markets are you know not going or not doing as as good as they were but now the thing is and the point that i'm trying to drive here is if you look at the chart whether it's a daily chart a weekly chart or a monthly chart you'll see that this is how uh, the market and when i talk about the market i mean nifty or you can even look at bank nifty but nifty is a good broad market index to talk about here so we'll just look at nifty and for the sake of this uh, particular example we'll take uh, you know the weekly chart so the reason why i'm doing this is because i think a lot of people might have this sort of question or a lot of people might have come across people who say that hey man the markets are going down i don't know what's happening so now if you look at the chart you'll see that it has a history of going up making a new high retracing down and then making a new high again so that sort of cycle has continued since uh, since pretty much the index started trading and there's been just one proper proper exception to that and that is the 2008 uh, crisis so 
during that period it draw it it pretty much you know went down by around 20% went down to around 20% of its value but that was a one that was an exception to the case not the rule so uh you know it's 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 always followed that pattern and what i'm what i'm trying to say here is that the markets are not going down it is not super unusual to see them retracing like this if you look at literally any recent uh, swing high you see that this is how it's been it makes a new high and then it retraces for a bit then it'll make a new high, uh, then it'll make another new high if you look at the weekly chart you'll see it in a more linear fashion if you look at a daily chart you'll see that you know there have been a few spikes here and there but overall this is how it goes so really not a lot to worry about in fact earlier in this year um i believe this was back in july i guess july august one of the two uh this is when you know the stock markets and the markets in general were just doing terrible uh we saw negative day after negative day after negative day and i remember mentioning that purely looking at the chart it, it seems very very likely that we see an all time high being hit within the end of this year and people who really are not you know well versed with how these trends work uh might be confused that hey they are clearly going down why are you saying that but the thing is when you look at the past trends this is how it's always been so i just wanted to talk about that very quickly i know it's not very quickly i i spent like 2 3 minutes talking about this but i feel it's very important because a lot of people you know spread that fear almost that hey man the markets are going down what are you going to do the thing is they have always been like this you do not need to panic you don't you do not need to worry um if you want to like get into positions which uh, protect you against this you can possibly look at stocks which performed well during those periods and you should ideally be safe again nifty with uh, these underlying stocks will probably not follow what where nifty is going instead nifty will follow what where the underlying stocks are going so just pick a strong stock and you will be fine and the reason why i am sort of mentioning stocks also here is because ultimately that is the instrument you all will mostly be putting your money into and uh, with stocks we'll also move to the stocks segment now okay so now i'm going to make a little bit of a change here and this might seem a bit odd uh why i'm doing that but trust me it's going to make a lot of sense uh and the change that i'm making here and this is a very you know i'm just trying it out i generally i speak to my father about changes because he he listens to every episode so he can give me proper feedback but uh, this is just something that i thought of so i'm going to do it very randomly and uh, that is i'm i'm not going to speak about the price of the stock or the percentage movement because that's something you can easily look up so literally if you look at nsc's website you'll see the price and all of the information if you're listening to this while driving or if you're listening to this while taking a dump or something then just do it afterwards but you know it it the reason why i'm not speaking about the price is because then it will become too difficult to you know keep track of what's going so i'll i'll it'll end up sounding like i'm that uh, shitty tv news reporter who's just blabbering on and on for hours uh on end about random stocks that no one is interested in which is why i'm going to keep it a little bit cleaner and i'll just talk about the stocks and what i think of them price levels only if they are important 
so the first stock that i want to talk about is yes bank this was on our list uh and you know this is a good sign because we had mentioned how yes bank has that 50 rupee uh, price level which is very important for it and it did show how important that is the next stock that i will talk about is jsw steel this was also on our list again this is purely based on that moving average support this is on uh, this is in my watch list actually that's a very interesting thing i don't think monday was a particularly good day for jsw steel uh, but clearly you know uh, tuesday was so that's good hero motors is another stock that i want to talk about which is the third stock which is on our watch list and again very similar reason if you're wondering what that list is and what the basis of that list is just just check out the weekend's uh, episode so that's probably going to be like two episodes before this one so episode 89 is what you're looking at and uh, those were you know the stocks that were on our list now a few other stocks reliance uh, is looking good now it does need to hold on to that 15 20 15 40 support that support level was earlier at 1550 but it's i feel it still has a short so if it's able to hold above that level then that's a good thing if if not then it's just gonna go down it's gonna fill in that gap that was created and then it might uh, you know consider uh, sort of going at those higher levels but as it stands see if it takes support tomorrow then that's a good thing if not avoid the next talk that i want to talk about is lt if it can hold above 1320 it's at 1299 now if it can hold above 1320 then that's a good sign you could possibly look into it now what you need to consider is that it should hold properly above 1320 it has made a few attempts above 1320 but then just sort of fizzled out so if you're looking into getting a position in lnt make sure you know that the next talk that i want to talk about is dcs 2270 looks like an interesting resistance uh, level 4 TCS so you know right now it's it's like 50 rupees away so you could possibly like take a trade just to wait out till resistance but I would not recommend it the trade setup just does not look as confidence inspiring right now especially because of those lower volumes and that general sense of illiquidity that we're seeing TCS has also been slightly iffy so uh, not quite yet but for a more longer term perspective you could possibly look into it the next stock that I want to talk about is, you know, so now I'll talk about two banking stocks. The first one is Indusin Bank. This is a stock which we've mentioned again many times. It has just reached its 200-day moving average. It's above 1500. Again, it needs to hold above that level. Uh, if it does, then that's a good sign. 1600 or so should ideally not be an issue because that is where it was there last time. The next banking stock that I want to talk about is HDFC Bank. 1280 looks like a very nice support level so if it's able to sustain above that then it might bounce for a bit if not it might fill in that gap the reason why i'm saying 1280 is because uh, that it's got gap support at that level so that is hdfc bank now coming to the top uh, sort of overall gainers for the day we've got eyeball housing finance leading that pack and i remember seeing some news about eyeball housing finance but i can't quite remember it overall if we look at the chart we can see that you know it's, it it did consolidate for a bit but it was very clean it was very neatly above that moving average line so that's possibly a good sign which is why uh you know that that sort of general hint was given that it is still willing to test those higher levels and that's a good sign again 
next stock that i want to talk about is sterling tools and this broke out big and this is also a volume gainer so even though it was a top gainer today like market wide it was also a volume gainer which we'll cover in the next sort of uh, not section or segment just the next stock that i'll talk about is a volume gainer too so sterling tools is a good thing uh broken out it's a very unheard of script in fact this is literally the first time i've ever heard of it uh, but clearly it was a top gainer the volumes are increasing so there is some interest in the market and if the market players are interested i'm interested because that means i can make a profit the next stock that i'm going to talk about again that's the volume gainer is igarashi now e i g not e i g a r a s h i is the name so igarashi or igarashi depending on however you say it is another volume gainer and it also broke out so that is a very interesting thing now if you look at the company profiles and if you look at the comp- what the companies do uh, these pa- these two most recent companies that we spoke about they are both in auto and that is that that's extremely interesting to me because that see that seems like the auto industry is doing well and uh, that means one thing the all the auto volumes are also good according to that that means one thing these are oem part manufacturers and all those things so if the oem part manufacturers are doing good that means the oems are doing good and that means we might be expecting something positive happening uh with auto stocks in general so i looked at nifty auto it's at a very interesting place i would not call it a proper very strong support level i would definitely not call it a resistance so i would personally look at that also again nifty auto and the auto stocks in general might give us uh, some good moves in these coming few days and weeks so keep your eyes peeled out on that that's it for the stock segment let's move to my trades now so i just took two trades on tuesday the first one was a nifty put again i longed this one i i do not generally short uh, options uh you know purely because they are so damn expensive uh but i longed a put of nifty and this was a very quick trade just a few minutes uh or probably like 30 minutes or something and uh, i was out with with oh, I, i believe it was like a 12% roi or something which is pretty neat uh so that is what i saw with nifty's put and the next trade that i took was ewr inr and i saw a minus 5 or a minus 4 and a half 5% roi on that so the reason for that is so i i longed it and then it is going in the intended direction but that from there it just took a massive dump and it just went down so and it filled in the gap that it it had created so i don't know what's going on with the currency markets these days extremely choppy but that is what it was and that reminds me not not reminds me but that that sort of made me think about the lesson for the day which we'll come to now so this lesson applies to both sideways markets and uh, the markets for currency that we're seeing right now because i feel this aspect is extremely similar for them uh, unless you're you know in a more long term view and the the aspect that i'm talking about here is profit and you know let's be honest we're all we're all in the game for that no one's here to make losses and 
what I've been seeing purely based on my trades alone is when I try to hold on for higher ROI trades, when I, when I feel that, oh God, I can squeeze more out of this trade, I always end up in the red. And this is probably because the markets are so weird nowadays that uh, I've, I've sort of felt and I've found that the quicker you just take your money and exit, the better it is going to be for you because even though there is a chance that it may give you a higher return, the odds of it reversing completely and, you know, as near as wiping you out is very high. So, you know, depending on what your priorities are, make sure you confirm your profits, make sure you lock in your profits before you go experimenting. And what I mean by that is if you've got, you know, three lots, then you could consider selling between one or two lots and then holding on, you know, to the, to the last lot and seeing where it goes. So uh, that is the that is the lesson for the day. I'm sorry my voice is sounding so weird now. I don't know what happens. It's probably because I'm recording late at night. Uh, but yeah, you know, book your profits, even if they do not seem that much. It's the ROI that matters, you know. <clears throat> Uh, 400, 500 rupees on any currency pair uh, is like 10%, 8 to 10%. And to, to like regular people, 400, 500 is, is really not the kind of profit one aims for because, you know, you're, you're probably going to net 100 rupees less from that after brokerage. But you really need to look at ROI, man, because if you're expecting your 4,000, 5,000 rupee capital trade to yield you like 2000 rupees you're probably being unrealistic and it's probably not going to happen unless there's some massive move happening and massive moves do not happen every single time it's not necessary so you really need to understand how to just take quick profit and move and this is something i personally struggle with a lot so it's a very important lesson for me at least and i hope it is for you too Alright, I hope you found this episode helpful and informative and uh, do keep in mind tomorrow is the monthly expiry so we should hopefully see some good moves finally happening tomorrow. If we don't then do not panic. Um, you know, if, if you paid attention in the lessons uh, segment then you already know how how you can at least, you know, try to make better profits even if the market is utter shit. If you slept through that segment then sucks to be you, you can always rewind, that's good. But try not to sleep, man, it hurts my feelings. But that's fine. Um, Anyway, uh, that was it from my side. Happy trading tomorrow with the expiry. Hope you make a killing.